Alright folks, what is up? What is going on? And welcome in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I am your host. And as always, I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, and it's just uh, the three amigos. Just the three of us. Just We're the, the three, three best of us. friends that anyone could have. <laughs> You're not going to finish the song? You're not gonna, just going to do the one line? The one... We're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anybody could have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. Da, 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 da. See, why would I do it when you do it? I forget how the rest of it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, a little hangover. Good job. A little reference to the hangover for all you guys. But uh, yeah, I'm joined by Kat and Andrew. What's up, guys? How are you? Hello. What's up? Good to be uh, good to be here with just the uh, just the three of us here tonight. And the Otis. And the Otis and uh, the spooky hound dog, the official hound dog of America's hometown horror, who is here sniffing around, eating his treats, hanging out. Probably gonna bark at some point during the episode. So if he does, we apologize in advance. I'm going to try something new here tonight because uh, I don't know how many people make it actually to the end of our episodes. I'm going to give you our social media handles at the beginning of the episode. Ah, ah. There you go. Uh, you can find us online if you're interested. Uh, if you tune out somewhere in the middle of the pod at apod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. We're also on YouTube. You can find every single one of our episodes on YouTube. And we're also on Facebook. Both those channels were at uh, America's Hometown Horror. You can also tweet at us at Hometown Horror. And you can find us on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. And you can also email us at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. How about that, guys? How about that? How Pretty about that? Pretty good. So what's new? I feel like it's been a little while. I know we recorded a bunch of episodes back-to-back with our buddy Matt Audette. How did we feel about the uh, the month-long drafting process? Did we have fun? Did we have I a good time? It. I think everything turned out pretty good, I right? thought that was a blast. Very fun. I can't wait for eight years from now when we can do that again. Right? <laughs> eight years from now, we'll all be in our 40s, Oof. and I guess we'll have to see if uh, we're still here in eight let's, years. Let's not think about the 40s. <laughs> let's it's take it... Uh, Let's take it one episode and one week and one year at a time. Mm. How about that? That sounds great. Yeah. So what's new? Uh, anybody watch anything good over the last couple of weeks since we haven't really done this uh, since before we started drafting? Mm-hmm. I can. I know I, I watched one pretty cool thing that I can talk about. Really what, did you, what did you watch, Michael? Um, so I watched a Shutter exclusive thing a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was called the WNUF Halloween Special. Wunuf. Yeah, Wunuf. Um, so as I mentioned, you can only find this on Shutter, and it's I guess it's a rare release that came out in like 2013, but it's essentially a uh, it is an 80s late 80s like early 90s style television special, but it's actually like a movie, and I put television special in quotations, and you can't see that, listeners. But uh, like if you were a fan of of American Halloween style TV in the 90s you probably saw something this like this on your local news network but it's uh basically it's a news crew investigating a haunted house on Halloween for their Halloween special and it's intertwined with like fake commercials like Halloween commercials for cool. like, the area that they're in is actually really interesting really cool well done um a total throwback and it just makes you feel like it's uh, Halloween, even though it's actually, uh, what is it, April? It's April, April still, right? Yeah, yeah still yeah. April. So we're almost halfway cool. to Halloween. But uh, I thought that was really cool. So if you like uh, old school Halloween stuff, definitely check out the WNUF Halloween special interesting. on uh, on Shudder. Andrew, do you have a, uh, a deep cut like horror movie pick for us I like you usually do or what? Lately. No? i got to get back on my game. Yeah. I've been slacking. Yeah. I haven't watched shit. 
Well, I know Kat and I have kind of been balls deep in Yellowstone right now, mm. yeah. which is kind of a overtaking. And it's actually it's a good it's a good time <laughs> for TV right now, even if it's not necessarily horror horror related TV. I should say some of the things on Yellowstone are horrific. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Yellowstone's really good. It's I can't believe horrible. it took us this long to uh, to watch it. Um, Barry's also coming back on oh, HBO, is? which I, I love that oh, I show. Love that Bill Hader's awesome. And then also Better Call Saul is back now. Ooh. I know you don't care. That show rocks. It's Ooh. great. It's the final season of Better Call Saul. Is that on Netflix solely? I think it's uh, on the episodes on Netflix. So all the prior seasons are on Netflix, oh, okay. but the new episodes are on AMC. You know what I've been watching? I just finished Bridgerton. Ugh. <laughs> Wunderbar. Snooze. The newest season of Bridgerton. It was lovely. The <laughs> level of enthusiasm that I have for Bridgerton is about the same level of enthusiasm that you have for Better Call Saul. That's what I'll say. A boot. To put it next <laughs> Andrew, there is a new show. It's on Amazon Prime that I feel like we should mention, and I am going to check it out. Um, if uh, you were going to have your girls' night tonight after this, I was going to watch it, but we're, you're not having that tonight. Um, well, maybe a, I can watch it with you. It's a new show called Outer Range. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And uh, from what I've been told, this is a show starring Josh Brolin. Nice. Uh, Bill Pullman's son plays one of his kids, and Bill Pullman, stud, pride of always, UMass Amherst. Always. Uh, I've been told this is Yellowstone meets True Detective in Ooh. the Twilight Zone. Interesting. Which, uh, that could not be more of my shit if you described it yeah. in any other way. That sounds so dope. But I guess it's, uh, Josh Brolin is a, a rancher in the Pacific Northwest or like, you know, Wyoming, Montana, one of those areas. And he walks out into his, uh, pasture and finds a gigantic hole, a void in the ground. Um, That's how the series starts. Um, the void. Um, the void. Um, um, so it sounds awesome. I'm going to check it out. There's apparently two episodes out right now and they're doing, they did like the first two episodes, the first week that it was released and a new episode every other week after that. So I'm gonna, definitely going to be checking out Outer Range on Amazon Prime sounds Video. Interesting. Every time you keep saying check it out, and I keep going, check it back. out in my head. Yeah, you know, <laughs> check it out. You love John Cougar Mellencamp more than anybody else. It's like you just discovered John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> I did not. I thought she meant ago. check it out with Steve Brule. Check it out. Yeah, check it out with Steve Brule, you dingus. I think we've said check it out about ten times already. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, hey guys, uh, something else very exciting that happened uh, since the last time we recorded, and I know we all kind of uh, were discussing this earlier, and just it's just uh, we continue to be humbled by the support that we get for our show because we, you know. I never really expected much to come out of it, but people seem to uh, listen to us and enjoy us, and it's great, and it's awesome, and I'm, I'm thankful for everybody that listens to us. Um, there's a website out there called horrorfacts.com that was kind enough to give us an awesome shout-out recently, and I just want to say thank you first and foremost to Justin of uh, horrorfacts.com. Um, he basically wrote a review of our show, went back, listened to a bunch of episodes, and uh, put an embedded link for our show right in there, and uh, talked about us, and there's screenshots from our website, including our headshots, and our social media handles, and everything. our headshots. So, which uh, probably, I'm sure, that reminds you now, Andrew, that you need a new headshot for the <laughs> yeah. website, like you fucking I'm all read set about. With this one. <laughs> yeah, when was that even from? Oh, I, I dug, I dug deep Way for deep? That. Oh, I don't even know deep. where that was. Oh, that was, was at Straga, with Straga. the sides, yeah, the night of the sides. Right. That was the night of, the infamous was, night of the yes. side dishes? Yeah, that's that was right. the night of the oh side dishes. Oh my god, that was was that Allison or Seth's birthday? 
That was it's how long ago this was. Seth's birthday. Seth's, Seth's birthday. Maybe Seth's. might have been. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a yeah. deep cut. But um, so yeah, and I, I'm very thankful for this. And I feel like as a horror fan, if you're listening to the show, you've probably heard of websites like BloodyDisgusting.com or Dread Central or Fangoria.com. Uh, but HorrorFacts.com, I feel like needs to be on your radar if you like horror news, horror reviews, all kinds of horror related things. Um, so not only do they provide like the latest and greatest breaking horror news, trailers, reviews, interviews, etc., 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 there's also countless articles that focus on like the history and, and quote-unquote facts of horror, which is awesome. It's like deep-cut type of stuff, which we're all about. Um, they do have a section about podcasts, which is fantastic. Fantastic! And it's just a great resource for any horror fan. Um, so yeah, I, I can't be more thankful for horrorfacts.com and i believe uh justin is the guy that we've i've been corresponding with and uh you know and any type of promotion isn't that right otis that we can get um i will take and it's just fantastic to see us out there like that what do you guys think i think it's awesome thanks justin yes thank you so much i mean yeah yeah huge like it's very nice yeah it was a very nice review i was very i was like oh wow that's nice doesn't it make you feel good when people say nice things about what you do i was like waiting for it to be just trashing yeah. us <laughs> and of, of course in, in typical fashion otis is now ruining probably this audio because he's upstairs but he's so loud you can probably hear him through this but that's okay he's part of the show uh from time to time at the spooky hound dog on instagram give him a follow <laughs> um and by the way horrorfacts.com you can also follow on twitter at horror facts so thanks again to horrorfacts.com for the awesome shout out and uh, that's a website I'm going to keep checking out for horror news and Check notes it out. moving forward so thanks again to horrorfacts.com well anyway um, so a couple a couple of newsworthy things that have happened I don't have a ton of news things but a couple things that we should probably discuss since we did an episode on the Batman uh-huh. um, as of this recording you can now watch the Batman on HBO Max Ooh. I'm going to go watch it now. Um, that was fast. Yes, I know. So, I mean, that that's kind of one of the good things about the, uh, you know, the streaming service age that we're in right now is that, I mean, we saw it, what, a month and a half ago? And now yeah. it's already on streaming, Andrew? you got to thank the COVID for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. One, of, one of the few good things to come out of COVID, oh, yeah, I would I say. Wait. The home yeah, release. You used to wait, like, thing. years. Not years, so, well, months. For DVDs to be like for it to be okay. Well, how long are we talking? But about? I'm like saying like when it would be like released on like TV. I'm like, oh right, I remember this movie when I saw it three years ago in the theaters. Yeah. yeah. Well, my my point being, if you haven't watched the Batman yet, uh, you need to go see it. Do it. Um, and you haven't seen a cat, so I know we need to watch That's why it. I just said I want to watch it. I know we uh, couldn't nail you down for a three-hour uh, movie theater appointment, but so now we can do it at home. Absolutely. And uh, in addition to that, in addition to the Batman. Uh, probably one of the bigger things that have come out over the last couple of weeks is the Stranger Things 4 trailer that mm-hmm. came out. Kat, I know you saw this. Andrew, did you see this as well? I don't. Did you show it to me? Possibly. I, I might have sent it probably. to you. It might have been an older one. Like It might have been like one of the first. Was it the first one to come out for this? So there's been a few teaser trailers. This Maybe was like the full in-depth oh, trailer okay, yeah, where I you actually get I've like seen. a good look at like what actually is going to be happening this no, season. You get a good look that. at a lot of different things. And the tone for this season seems to be much more horror focused than the prior three or i guess elements of the first three seasons were horror focused and i feel like this season is the most horror forward out of all of them it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on seems like it's going to be a very epic sprawling 
story, if you will, taking place over a lot of different locations. Looks like we're going to have some of the characters still in Hawkins, some of the characters out in California. We have some characters out in Russia. Interesting. Uh, fighting Demogorgons, mainly mm. uh, Hopper. So cool stuff. And that's actually coming out in about a month. Yeah. Oh, for wow. the first the first part of Stranger Things 4. Oh, that's right. They're doing it. So uh, I think once we, Kat and I had discussed that once we finish watching Yellowstone, we are going to be uh, diving right back into Stranger Things oh, to baby. watch all three seasons again. Because I feel like I... Didn't you say you don't like Stranger Things? Yeah. No, I don't. It, it's wild to me. I, I, you're one of the few people that I know that don't like it. It's, it's just, just wild. Me. It's crazy. It's, I don't know. Wild yeah. and crazy kids. Yeah. Wild and crazy kids starring you. Maybe this time I like it a little better. Maybe when I binge through it instead of watching it like week by week. You guys going to start off? Are going to watch from the start again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to watch it oh, all yeah. over again. Um, yeah, because, go. yeah, I love that show very much. I'm excited for season four. Um, so, yeah, if you've been living under a rock for the last couple of weeks since we recorded and you have not seen the Stranger Things 4 trailer, go out and watch it right the fuck. Apparently, yeah. I've been living under a rock. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. You live under rocks. Rock living. It's amazing. Rock I know life. everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. Sometimes things pass you by, but uh, don't let this trailer pass you by. I won't. Um, any other items you guys want to discuss before we uh, talk about another 2022 movie? Hmm. No. I got. I got. Nothing. Nothing at all. Check it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For a record, what is that? The new like Angela Lance right thing? <laughs> Pretty much. Could be. Could be. So, for the record, tonight we are going to be discussing our second 2022 horror movie, the first of which was uh, Scream 2022 or Scream 5. We're going to be discussing a movie called X tonight, which is an A24 release. Uh, a lot of horror fans may have heard of it. Some of you may not have heard of it. Um... Yeah, and in found footage February, we did an episode on a movie called XX. We're now covering a movie called X. Now we're right. <laughs> that means that we are uh, we are one Vin Diesel classic movie away uh, from covering I love X, Triple X, X That's and really Triple X. And we're just a movie named N away yes, from yes. XX. And uh, we'll, we'll complete mm. the X trilogy. So that was a bad joke, but oh, that's hey, okay. The letters and stuff. When is that movie uh, None coming out? Uh, what? Isn't it? Isn't it none? What's speaking, the Jordan Peele movie? Nope. Nope. No, the movie nope. called Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. None. Speaking of letters and such, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something that was just like a letter or something. You just said a word. All right, that's only so like every four. word is letters. <laughs> that's correct. At first you said none, and I was like, that's a that's a that's a word. It's letters. It's several letters <laughs> put together to make a word. That's correct. <laughs> Every word is several letters wait, wait, strung wait. together. Wait, wait, but for serious, when is it coming? Is that coming out soon? July. Okay. July. It's I coming out it. in the middle of blockbuster season, which means this is probably going to be a pretty cool movie. Oh, can't wait for Nope. We've discussed it multiple times in the podcast. It's probably going to be my were either snoozing through or you weren't paying attention. It's probably no. going to be my favorite movie that has its name letters. Yeah. No. So favorite movie of all time is pretty much what yeah. you mean. Yeah. There you go. Well, your other favorite movie only has two letters. Us. Us. Not yes. my favorite movie. One of my favorite. No, one of your favorite movies. A, a pick in the uh, draft yes. last week. One of my twenty teens. Why do they call it a blockbuster when blockbusters mm. have gone out of business? Mm. Like, wouldn't that be a bad thing? Blog, the word blockbuster oh was God. a word before blockbuster was in. Blockbuster <laughs> was a term <laughs> for a hotly released movie. Well, yeah, that's no, why. Know, that's but... why they named their store Blockbuster because they had blockbusters in their store. They had blockbuster. The name blockbuster didn't movies. originate with blockbuster. <laughs> Well, like yeah. The store. Right. So. Okay. 
Don't pretend like you knew. What I you're just feel about. like no. Oh, well, yeah. Just, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you wouldn't say blockbuster anymore because now there's only isn't there only one left? The last blockbuster. There's one blockbuster left. It's in uh, Bend, Oregon. Shut up, Otis. And uh, so, like, you, you, I'm sure you've heard that like Jaws was the first summer blockbuster. That came out well before there were any blockbusters. That's correct. It came Did they out use the word blockbuster back then when they made it? It was called the first summer <laughs> blockbuster, like I liter- literally just said. Is this even a real conversation? Is this even a, like, how do we like, even, who are you? how do we even have Didn't a podcast? Didn't you go to college? <laughs> yes. I did. Aren't you, like, smart? Actually, I have my master's. Yeah. Just <laughs> wow. to show that you don't learn everything in college. I majored in colors and letters. Like, you didn't know. Yeah. Well, well, Blockbuster things. has letters, so. It has well, a lot of letters. Anywho. More letters than that's like none. A, that's like an 11-letter <laughs> word. So, speaking of a movie that is not a Blockbuster, we're going to be talking about this movie, which is called X, which uh, is a 2022 <laughs> non-Blockbuster release. And, you know, if you've heard of this, I'm sure you are you are aware that this is one of the uh, most hyped horror movies of the year so far, along with Scream 2022. And there's going to be a recurring theme here, as I'll get to in a little bit. But uh, this is an A24 release, and A24 is known for their more, like, artsy, heady you know, uh, horror releases. They've come out with a number of banging horror movies. And I am sorry to say that I was unimpressed. I, I guess just overall thoughts on this movie, I thought there would be more to it, given the expectations that I had going into it. And more on that in a second. Um, and I mentioned, this has to be one of the most hyped horror releases this year, and I, I feel let down. I mean, it was all right. It was okay. It, it was It was decent. There wasn't anything outstanding, but I feel like for me, this is becoming a trend. And I don't know if this is a me problem, um, but, you know, okay, new horror movie gets released. New horror movie gets lauded by critics. I see said horror movie, and I'm disappointed. So I don't know if this is more of a me problem, if this is just the generation that we live in now, where there's trailers for everything, there's advanced you know, uh, reviews, so you know kind of what to expect. Maybe I need to do less of this. Um, one of the podcasts that I, I listen to pretty religiously, uh, one of the hosts said that he has, uh, one of his New Year's resolutions was to not watch any trailers for any movie that he was going to see this year and go into every single movie blind, and I almost respect it. But I don't think I have the self-discipline to be able to do that. Say, that's almost how I used to watch movies Incredible. Mike showed me every trailer. Right? For I mean, but like... Yeah, I, I mean, okay, I mean, let, let me ask you guys. I mean, it, it, both of you guys, I feel like, knew next to nothing about this movie going in, right? Correct. I mean, were you yes. disappointed? Before we Did you watched like it? it? Like, before we watched it, I read some reviews, and I was... So, I mean, if you take that word blockbuster, and you get rid of block and er, and you just bust. Mm. I feel like this movie was a bust. Which... I'm in the minority, like Mike is. I just, it started off with a lot of promise. I thought I liked the way it started. I agree. Like the first yeah. half hour, I thought there's some really cool, like, cinema, cinematography in it. Just, I liked the style. It was like the old school yep, horror yep. movies, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of vibe to it. 100%. This but is, a, this is a blatant Texas Chainsaw like, ripoff. I get that these movies, like, I like artsy, fartsy stuff in my horror movies. Yes, you do. This felt forced and stupid mm. and i know it was supposed to be like some sort of like a comedy too like a horror comedy i didn't find it funny in, in the least no not at all nope. yeah i i like some of the reviews i read said that they thought this was like 
laugh out loud funny. I didn't laugh once. I didn't think any, anything was funny about it. I mean, there were a couple of giggle moments, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I didn't find it to be a comedy. No. I didn't, I mean, I don't know. It's, Kat, what, if, what, any, if anything, it was just bad acting. Like, it just, I, I feel like it was... I didn't have a problem with the acting. I didn't think the acting was bad. I think just the story itself was just The story stupid. was bad, yeah. I think that, like, you were waiting, like, at one point, we took, like, a break or, like, to go to the bathroom or whatever, and, like, we were just all kind of looking at each other, like... Yeah, this is uh, pretty slow to pick up, uh huh. It's kind of well, like I'm a fine slow with burn, that, but it like never really picked up. Even like when they sh- when she started to like kill people, it was like, oh, it was too okay. fast. Like there was no right. there was no tension built in the people getting killed. Right, it just they were killed and yeah. they were dead, and then it was over, and it was very predictable. Like the people getting killed, yeah, and you could tell when they were about to get killed. It was just, like, it just odd. Just it, the whole nothing. it was just it was. It was strange, but not in a good way. It was just awkward. Yeah, so I would describe this movie, and we've seen this, and I know you're not going to remember seeing it. I would describe this movie as an A24 gorier slasher version of M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Oh, I liked that movie. Andrew, have you seen The Visit? I actually kind of liked The Visit. I didn't think it was terrible. It's not that great. I thought I, I, I liked The Visit. Probably a little bit more than I like this movie. Shut oh, I did like it better than this movie. I didn't like this movie at all. I mean, no. re- remove the file. Fa- I mean, th- obviously, this is a bu- this is a movie about a movie that's being made or a porno movie, a a porno movie, ooh, a pornographic uh, film. Um, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. It's gonna yeah, be more than just yeah. a porn I mean, film. I just I, I don't know. Amazing. I feel like when you when you see the A twenty four label on a movie, you have to expect a certain element of a slow burn. Which, like Andrew said, I am okay with that. I just feel like nothing happened in this movie. I don't feel like there was really anything of consequence that happened. There was like one little twist at the end, which it wasn't even really a twist. You kind of... I was waiting for some other shoe to drop the entire movie, and it, it, it just didn't. Put it this way. The, I mean, you were to ask me if this was a scary movie. Like, if I was scared at any point in time, the answer would be no. That says a lot. And that says yeah. a lot. That says a lot. No nightmares. No No jump scares. No creepy things. Yes. Like it, it was not scary. And I, I understand that, like your 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 enjoyment of certain horror movies is gonna va- is gonna vary depending on what your taste is. Slashers have really never been my thing I outside of like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which this movie is blatantly inspired by, ripping off. I mean, not ripping off, inspired by. There's several homages in terms of like the camera work to Texas Chainsaw. So, I mean, Texas Chainsaw and Halloween are the two best slashers. Aside from that, it's not really one of my favorite horror genres. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I I, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I, I thought it was going to be something different, and it really wasn't. I don't feel like they really did anything I, yeah, different. I thought with it was going to be like... The same, the same criticism I have of, like, Scream from this year. I feel like it was, okay, a, a 2022 version of Scream, but they didn't really do much new with it. And right. I feel like they didn't really do much new with this. I mean, I thought it was well, good. I thought they like they were they kept showing like you had the girl at the convenience store gas station. She was watching the same older couple was watching with it was like that sermon. So yeah, it was yeah, going to be like some televangelist. Sort of, it was going to be some sort of weird like overly religious town where yeah. they like just like steal people and murder or something like that. Like that's where I felt it was going. It never went. And there. then it never really mm-hmm. there wasn't enough like backstory for the older couple like you never understand like why they are the way they are really i right. mean unless yeah. like, the, like well, the guy in the basement like that they see like what, what's his deal 
Yeah. Apparently, it was just another guy that had gone missing. Missing, yeah. Like, I know like they had, like, a, you did see on the back of a milk carton at one point when he was drinking it. It was, like, missing. And I feel like there was Yeah, that was very that. subtle, but, like, blink and you'll miss it type thing. Yeah. For sure. But just no development. It just turned out that it was just two sexually depraved older people. Right. Just killing a bunch of people that they would because they couldn't have sex. Right, but then or, they did have sex, and then they and then he still died. That's people. why he couldn't have sex, but like a heart attack. Right. Yeah. It was stupid, and why couldn't they just use old people? I don't know. Yeah, they have to yeah. do the prosthetics. That was that's was de- what it that was. was that was definitely strange. prosthetics, right? So, and uh, no one looks like that. Uh, no, no. So no. I, I guess I, I I lost my train of thought before, but like again, this this movie is gonna it, like your your enjoyment of this movie is gonna vary based on your tastes, and so I remember. Uh, when we were recording one of our draft episodes, uh, Audette saw this in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I had heard the hype around it, and I was like, what did you think of it? And I said, I heard it was kind of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre light. And he said, I'd remove the word light. It's kind of a lot like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I really, and he, he really liked it. I mean, I just... Maybe it would have been different in theaters. He and, I, he and I definitely have uh, differing tastes, and I know he loves slashers, and I know he holds Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the highest regard. Probably of any horror movie of his, I would think. So I can see why his enjoyment of this might have been a little bit higher than mine. But I just, I just could, I can't help but walk away disappointed seeing this. Well, I love slashers, and I didn't like this very much. Yeah, you. I, like, I feel like you are the resident like slasher person yeah, see, on I'm not this a slasher podcast. Person either, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I would say you're the slasher person. Andrew likes the weird shit. I like monster movies. So yeah, I think I was, I was, I was too <laughs> to, an- to oversimplify. But I yeah, was too annoyed at the things like Andrew was saying that they. Didn't explain a lot of things, like the couple's backstory. Like, you didn't know what the, what the hell they were talking about half the time. She's like, I never get what I want. I never get this. And it's like, what do you want? Like, what the hell? I, besides sex from your husband and you're killing people because... And she likes this one girl. Is she going to have sex with this one girl? Is she not going to kill her? Is that is this, like, the plan behind it? Like, what what is the ultimate goal here? Like, what are they trying to do besides just murder whoever goes near their property. Right. Like, no, it's never explained. So one thing I'll say, and I was going to kind of save this for our half-assed analysis later on, but I, so I, I was able to do a little bit of research after the fact because we, we watched this movie and we were initially going to record directly after we watched it. And I said to both you guys, I was like, I don't know that I really have a lot to say about this movie at this particular moment in time. I feel like I need to let this, like, kind of marinate marinate for a few days. Yeah. And here we are two days after viewing. Still uh, with the same you know, thoughts. Like, yeah. just, just, like, and I, I, now, now at least I understand a little bit more about what the movie was coming from. And so there's one particular genre of, uh, sub-genre of horror that this is kind of a throwback to. Um, have either of you guys heard of, of a subgenre of horror movies called the uh, psycho bitty horror no. genre, or it also might be known as like hag exploitation or hag horror? No. Heard of that before? No, I don't right. think so. So I, I, I haven't, I hadn't either. So I can't pretend to have known about this. I pulled all of this from an article on Fangoria.com. Um, it's called X marks the thought. And the thought stands for that hag over there. It's actually really well written and it does a good job of explaining some of like what the inspiration for this movie was. So basically, uh, psycho bitty horror, right? That bitty term is derived from a word bitty, which is a slang term for the name Bridget. And Biddy was a slang term for an Irish maid that was popular in like early... 
1900s America. So like a slang term for like an Irish worker at a house. I thought it was someone with nice biddies. I was gonna say. No, 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 no. no. So like, so basically, like a you know, like yo, a slang, a slang, a slang term for like an older woman, right? And basically, this this subgenre of horror is where aging or elderly women portray grotesque, violent characters that are often the killer in these movies. And I guess apparently these films came about and started being made in the 50s and 60s with films like uh, Sunset Boulevard and a movie, one, probably one, the most popular one from what I've read. It's called Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And basically, these movies were made as a response to the unfair sexist treatment of aging women in the film industry uh and when you contrast that with the treatment of aging men in the film industry you can kind of see what they're talking about a little bit and you can easily see that you know especially in older cinema there are roles for young hot women in roles and as they begin to age out of those roles there was less work for them yeah, there's a very so, simple reason phil Men age like a fine wine. <laughs> Women age like old hats. Well, people might... Like old people, So no one wants them in a movie because they're scary. Like people that. might... Sorry. You know, people... I, I would say that a lot of people probably wouldn't agree with you on that. And that is probably... That, that is sexist treatment, right? Oh, 100%. But they're trying to make money and sell a product. Right. Well, I, so that I understand. <laughs> but so my my point being that these movies were starting to be made as a response to, to that. that. And they kind of gave a lot of aging female uh, actors roles in these movies. But they didn't and give it was, an aging it was, female an act, a role in this movie. Which is, again, kind of uh, a contradiction, <laughs> right? right? So I would also say that hag biddies probably don't exist anymore because... Hag biddies. <laughs> they... <laughs> Let they, me get them okay. hag bitties, baby. I don't think that they exist anymore because <laughs> yeah. of plastic surgery. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that hag bitties be shooting their face it's up easier to age in, in, then, like, in Hollywood weirder. these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But I mean, and, and we're now in a, at a point in time where the horror genre is filled with aging scream queens. Be it you know Jamie Lee Curtis in the Halloween, oh, yeah. the new Halloween trilogy, or Jessica Lange in American Horror Story, and she's amazing, like, or Sigourney she, yeah. Weaver in exactly. you know Cabin in the Woods, or you know pick one. There, there's a lot of them out there, a lot of them out there. So I feel like it's kind of been course corrected a little bit as times become a little bit more and more woke. I would say that 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 is a good thing, but that's kind of where the inspiration for this movie sprang from, if you will. I do find it quite hilarious that as the resident female on this podcast that you immediately went to Psycho Biddies thinking it was about titties, which is just kind of funny. Well, Biddies, Biddies, that's what the term means now. You know what a titty, Tiggle Biddies. Tiggle Biddies, yes, I'm aware what the term means. Yes, I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying. And if someone's a Biddy, you're like, look at that Biddy. Like, it's a good, it's a. It's a good thing. It's a It's changed a lot since it first became a word. Well, anyway, that's what it was known as for quite a while. So that's. That's what this movie is throwing back to in addition to, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I feel like there's a number of other, you know, movies that they are inspired by. Now when I see an old hag, I'm going to be like, what up, Biddy? Yeah. Hag, <laughs> She's going to be like, excuse me. Yeah. And when I say inspired by, when I say they are inspired by, excuse me, uh, this movie is written written and directed by Ty West. Uh, and this is his return to horror after a couple of movies off. And he... Um, has written a number of indie and directed a number of indie horror films that have come out. Uh, my personal favorite is a movie called The Sacrament, 
which is one of the most underrated movies of the 2010s, and I can't believe that nobody mentioned it on the last week during the 2010s draft. You, you didn't either. Um, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Nobody did, including myself. <laughs> that's why I didn't say I said it. You didn't I said either. nobody said it. Uh, the Sacrament is basically. You have you saw seen that. it? I might have seen. You didn't see it. I, I watched I, it by it's myself. It's possible I saw that like a while ago. No, so so basically, it is a uh, it's funny. it's a thriller slash you know psychological horror movie where it's a, a basic like a, it's a dramatization of like the Jonestown massacre. Oh yes, I've seen that. And yep. the guy that plays uh, the head of the cult is the guy that is behind the cash register in No Country for Old Men. Yes, with the coin I have flip. seen that movie, yeah. and it's fucking great. That's a very good movie. That's actually. an awesome movie. And Ty West uh, wrote and directed it's that. Almost so like a my, documentary. Yeah, like it he well he be. also acted in uh, You're Next. So he's been he's been in a few things. He's uh, written and directed a bunch of stuff, but this is kind of his triumphant return to horror. That everyone was excited for, and I just, I guess, I get again. I just, I'm disappointed that I. I mean, that's a great movie, but also in the same respect, you just took something that happened. In- well, how many people in Hollywood have done that? Yeah, I know, but know? it's like it doesn't make you like some like amazing director. Like it doesn't mean that like I would have been like, oh, this movie's going to be awesome because of that. Like, yeah, he did a good job with a story that was already. Well, I mean, they're all. You know what I mean. Like, I know what you're saying. Like, you're just reenact. You're just taking, uh, like, what happened. The possibly events, his most his thing, most popular but. film amongst uh, indie horror fans, I believe, is it's called House of the Devil. That was a very popular one that he did that I've never seen. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, you were was, saying something, Kat. I'm sorry. I definitely saw The Sacrament. Yeah. I was looking at pictures, and I definitely Okay. Well, it's a good movie. I mean, yeah. I think was, no, it is a good movie. No, it was I, think, I, think, I thought it was way better than it's this movie. movie. It's a good movie. Oh, good, good little movie, as I say. I do, I do say that quite a bit, isn't it? I do <laughs> I quite do say bit, that quite it? a bit, isn't it? <laughs> quite a bit, hasn't it? Doesn't he spell Can't wait for Dairy Girls to come back. How does he spell Ty? T-I. T-I West. Yeah. Quite a good little movie, isn't it? Like Tiger. Like Tiger without the girl. It's like Ty without the girl. Ty. Okay, so let's play a little game real quick before we kind of get into, you know, before we get into our, you know, the rest of the discussion about this movie. You never play games. You hate games. It's really, I don't think you'll be that excited once you hear what the terms of the game are. All right. Um, It's really simple, first and foremost. Okay, uh, where does this rank for 2022 horror movies? Was this movie better or worse than Scream? And I know my answer is that this, I thought, I actually like this less than Scream. Yeah, less than Scream for me too. I like Scream. It was, it's corny. Scream is corny. It's meant to be corny. Love Scream. I, that's what I mean. I, I yeah. I, I like. Couple, I like I Scream better. I could have seen that from a mile away. I like what Scream do you better. think? Well, given those options, <laughs> <laughs> it kills me to say it, but I think I liked Screamy. Well, yeah, you can I, say yeah, both of them have one thing in common: that one annoying girl. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Our official pick for the best horror movie of 2022 so far Scream. is Scream and 5. everyone probably disagrees with us. Yikes, 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 yikes. And I acknowledge that, you know, before you yell at us on social media, there's probably a lot of streaming releases that came out in 2022 that we haven't gotten to yet. I'm talking about major horror releases. So, you know, pull your claws back in, relax. It's okay. We'll get through this together. So here's a little bit more of a fun game. And... I feel like this is going to be kind of a landslide, but this is what I got. So I let's just roll with it, and we'll go with it, I'm okay? I'm going to be disappointed again by your Since games. this is an A24 movie, is X better or worse than this following series of movies? Okay. And let's go. First, we have Tusk. Is X worse. better or worse than Tusk? Worse. I actually enjoyed Tusk better. I actually enjoyed. Did. I didn't think Tusk was that bad. <laughs> I know because it was fucking. Yep. It was at least unique, you different, and weird. And yep. 
it was Justin Long, but it was still like... It was weird. It was very Kevin Smith, very, very strange, weird. very strange. Is X better or worse than, and this is a stupid question, The Witch? Duh. Duh. Uh, I like The Witcher. Yep, yeah, of course. The Witch. Is X better or worse than Green Room? Worse. Green Room's actually... Green Room's a really good movie. And Audette picked it last week for a reason. It's a fantastic movie. Very fucked up movie, which you haven't seen. You haven't seen that movie? It's good. Yep. Mm-mm. You probably wouldn't like it. Okay. You might like Is it. X better or worse than The Black Coat's Daughter? Ooh. Duh. Black Coat's, Black Coat's Daughter. Black Coat's Daughter is awesome. <laughs> this one I'm not even going to ask. Hereditary. We know the answer yeah. here. Okay, here's the most interesting Let's one. Let's just skip it. <laughs> Did you find X to be better or worse than... Midsummer. There Ooh, is the question. Right there. Uh, I have to. I'll take Midsummer. I think I'm gonna take Midsummer too. I'm taking X. Wow, yeah, really? I'm taking X. I'm taking X until yeah. I until I rewatch Mids and I can feel Mad Audette yelling at me somewhere in the distance right now. Um, until I rewatch Midsummer and give it or Midsummer. I keep calling it Midsummer. 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 Why is it Midsummer? Midsummer? I don't know. Whatever. I don't give a f- until I rewatch Midsummer. Midsummer. And uh, give and it a, a second a. viewing opinion. I think X is better. I think X is better than that movie. Okay, well, your opinion is your opinion. It is. And, Andrew, I already know your answer. Is X better or worse than The Lighthouse? I mean. Come on. Let's put Come on. <laughs> Come on. Mid- over it, then everything. I feel, like, I feel like that would contradict everything you stand <laughs> for in life, if that were ever the thing. So... So stand to reason of these, so I, I picked like the, like also you could pick like, so for A24, there were some other lesser known ones, like It Comes at Night. Did you ever see that? I did. That was kind of boring. That was a very slow burn, yep. which never really, it was like kind of never, never really, it never so burned. I've actually never seen slowly It Comes at Night. Um, so I, I can't comment on that particular one, but there, I mean, there are some other like lesser known movies that have come out from A24. I just haven't seen that particular one. Let me uh, just, because I can trim out the silence here. Let me see if there's any other uh, small ones that I might have missed. I mean, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Andrew. Uh, that's an awesome movie. Really good. Uh, the Monster, which is actually a pretty good monster movie. Uh, good monster movie named The Monster? Uh, yes, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> Let's see. It fucking better be. <laughs> These are all just kind of, yeah, not not horror. I mean, that's pretty much it for like the big horror releases for May 20. I mean, Under the Silver Lake was just a weird movie. Did you see that with Andrew Garfield? No. Not necessarily horror, but horror elements. Uh, yeah, I mean, un- uh, no, Uncut Gems. And obviously the uh, the biggest one that's come. Oh, uh, St. Maud. Did you see St. Maud? No. That was another big one. I haven't seen that one yet either. And then uh, there's another one coming out later this year which i really want to see called men which is starring rory kinnear do you see the trailer for that it's like a weird like shape-shifting movie i don't like, want to looks... see the trailer for that so don't show yeah me. okay so don't watch it yeah, don't show good, me any good, trailers good call, good call. for uh, f- for, for like okay year. so if it's like the batman or a movie that i know that i want to see then i've watched i watched the batman trailer <laughs> 35 <laughs> Thousand. Are you gonna watch it again after this podcast? <laughs> Probably. Or yeah. just you could just watch the movie. I'd HBO. rather I just watch yeah. the trailer bef- first. But uh, yeah, and then also the new Ari Aster movie, Disappointment Boulevard, is also coming out uh, coming out in this year at some point too. So yeah, I mean. Safe to say that this is probably one of the worst A24 horror releases, right? At like least this or Tusk or in, Midsummer. In, in our, Midsummer. In our our personal opinion. opinions. Right. Yes. Correct. Correct. Not according to the tomatoes. Which I feel like we're wrong. Because we're missing something. Well, also, in fairness, has there been, aside from Tusk, 
an A24 horror movie that Rotten Tomatoes hasn't sucked that movie's mm. ball bag. There's, I feel like critics and Rotten Tomatoes both love A24, A24 stuff because it's artsy-fartsy. It's mm. like, you know, This big. was bad artsy, though. That's what I don't understand. It wasn't even good artsy. I don't even yeah, know if it was, it was like bad this. artsy. Like, I just, there was just some was scenes boring. in this movie. It was boring. There were some it scenes in this movie, like the, the scene where they're playing landslide and they're just singing yeah. and that's stupid. And then when the lady's dancing or they're dancing together, the old couple underneath the moon... It was stupid too. Yeah, it was just cheesy. Yeah. So I, I feel it wasn't like I, artsy. It was corny as fuck. And, and and I'm sure there's probably people yelling at us right now. Like probably with a lot of A24 stuff. Like you don't understand it. Which okay. I don't want to understand. I, I feel like this was so okay. I thought it was an interesting angle to add in the porn element. Right. Cool. Because I love obviously, when you think of like <laughs> pornography as a whole, <laughs> I love bitties. <laughs> Attractive people having sex on camera, and you mix people like that in the late 70s in Texas with two of the more repulsive-looking elderly characters probably in a movie in recent years. And I feel like that was on purpose. I feel like this was definitely commenting on, you know, the dichotomy of being young versus being old. And when you're old, you're longing to be young, and when you're young... You never, ever think that you're going to be old eventually because it seems so far away. But it happens to everybody. Right. And I understand that element of the... F- I do. And I feel like that was kind of like the core idea and message of this movie if you really sit back and think about it. Right? Yeah. The whole time, Pearl, the old wife, she wants to fuck her husband. Her husband. Her, her husband. Her <laughs> husband's like, I might die and have a heart attack if I have sex with you right now. I want to have sex with you, but I can't. They do, and eventually he dies. She's trying to have sex with some of the girls. She's just being really weird and sexual the entire time. It's not a coincidence that all of that is happening while they're filming a porn movie underneath their nose in their boarding house. I guess I don't find right? that like to be like a hidden message in the movie. Or, not like, even, even if like, I, 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 I didn't not even say hidden. hidden. Not, not a hidden message. Hidden. I mean, it's obvious. Not even like that like great of a concept because maybe because I'm like, middle-aged now almost, so I've been young and i am heading towards death. listen okay so I'm very we're, we're, we're all in our mid-30s we're not middle-aged mid-30s <laughs> well, is not if i die when i'm 70 i'm middle-aged That's i correct. suppose but <laughs> which <laughs> odds are i'm probably gonna die somewhere between mm, 70 you're gonna live to be like 110 yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna live the longest out of the three oh, of us you'll live myself. till 110 especially with the medical advancements it's 2022, Andrew. Advancements don't do you any good if you don't go to a doctor. Life expectancy is up, and you are going to be a beneficiary of yep. that. I'm calling it right the fuck now. I might not be here to tell you I told you so, but I'm telling you so right now. <laughs> so when you're fucking 97 and I'm gone, I want you to listen back to this episode and say, if I'm the last Mike one, was raised. If I'm the last one alive after all you guys die, I'm going to go to your graves. Laugh. Pee on, and pee on your graves, and no one will be. People will see me just peeing on your graves and be like, "My guy's like nine hundred years old. And I don't think we can say anything." And then if they do, I'll just get my old wretched wife, and we'll just kill them. Because yeah, they're young. you're young. You don't understand. Oh, this is artsy. Now, Dude. see, this is exactly the type of conversation I was envisioning when we were sitting at Red Tea Garden, or uh, excuse me, Sushi <laughs> Joy, a couple of years ago when we were going to start this podcast. Uh, that exact conversation. We were right at we Red Tea. Much. Was it red tea or was it yeah. sushi? Yeah, no, no, it was, it was red sushi. Tea. It was red tea. We had my ties. I ordered. I ordered our first microphone at sushi. We joint. sat at a table. 
Yeah. At Red Tea? At yes. Red Tea Garden. A high top because they didn't have any seasons. It was a high top. Because, yeah, Red Tea's always fucking busy. But, yeah, but it's just funny because that's, this is, this, that's, that was one good more, stuff. Good one stuff. More it's thing been a while this. since we watched the movie and I fucking hated it. There's mm. one more thing about this that bothered me was the, the girl who's the final girl with the blue eyeshadow. She bothered me because. Misty, or it began really, with, a, with an M. There was nothing. She's she a had, M- Mrs. Shia LaBeouf, by the way. Uh, Married she, to Shia LaBeouf. Mia really, Goth. That's her name. She Mia was Goff. such a flat final girl. Like, she really doesn't evolve at all. Are you talking about her breasts? Or about no, her, her character. Her character. Like, okay. her character doesn't evolve. She really doesn't have any personality. Besides just, like, blowing coke and saying, I'm I'm awesome. It's like, okay, great. Like, it's actually a really good impression. All you're yeah, gonna and do? she was also a bitch the whole time. Like, she yes. was bitchy towards that other girl. Right. She hated this person staring at her. She was, she was the biggest bitch, yes. actually. You're not wrong no. in that assessment. No. And, and the only person she killed was the lady when she ran over her backwards. And after she asked nicely for the truck keys, yeah. like I mean, the final girl should have been shout the out to the uh, best kill, the best kill of the movie. Right. By Although the way. she was an idiot though too. Yeah, you could have easily gotten through those locks upstairs. Right. The brunette, girl. like you know, oh, they, she that was that with was, the axe when she's chopping on the wrong side of the door. Infuriating. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, the locks over here. You're just. I guess if you're nervous and you're scared and you're her, yeah, then that's probably she a was reaction just yeah. That was just infuriating. But I do feel like a lot of the actors in this movie were you know if you knew like. Obviously, if you knew who they were, you knew who they were. But, like, they were kind of, like, not, like, not no-name actors. I mean, so Mia Goth, she's been in a few different things. God bless you. She's married to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Jenna Ortega, who was the one that uh, decided that she wanted to be in the porno uh, while uh, we were yeah. filming. Yeah, who was in Scream, too. Uh, she was in Scream 5, yep. just from this year. And then uh, Martin Henderson, who played, like, the uh, producer, the executive producer. Oh, yeah, he was He's on... the guy that gets killed by the uh, uh, Samara Noah. coming out of the right, TV right, right. Yeah, in uh, The yeah. Ring. And the blonde. Who was the blonde? She looked very familiar. Brittany Snow is her name, and she's been in a bunch of stuff. And then the uh, the actor, the main porn actor, is Kid Cudi. Yeah. yeah, which is which wild. I had no idea. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's Kid Cudi. I'm like, oh my Kinda god, funny. day and night. Wah, wah. Yeah, he's yeah. got, he's got some like, good songs, yeah. some good songs. So uh, who awesome. played the old people? Like the uh, the so uh, Mia Goth, the same lady that that play, uh, she played. What was her name? Misty, Misty, like the main. Oh, she was both. She played Pearl, the older lady. Oh, okay. And then the uh, the husband, I forget the husband's name. It was a it was a different actor, not anyone from like the main cast. Gotcha. That makes me even more mad. I yeah, the, I just I don't know. Well, that was essentially her. I mean, it was her. Her making her. old. Yeah. I don't whatever. Well, it's fine. Well, here we are. Here we are. It's just frustrating. The so, whole movie's just kind of frustrating. Yeah, I, I just uh, I wish I wish I liked it more. I really do, and I I just I'm I'm wondering if it just. I don't wish I liked. Says it. more about my taste, or if it just wasn't good. I mean, I, 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 my my wish was that it was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, is that like yeah. it, I, I agree wholeheartedly with like what Andrew said was like going into this when you first watch the first five minutes, you're like, oh, I like the way this is shot. I think like the '70s vibe is cool. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe is cool. Like, I like where this is going, and then it just never goes. Like it, it you never, it never, it it is just very disappointing. So this is being recorded. So. Uh, you know, time mark this, Catherine. Yeah. You're 100% correct. Oh, my God. Okay? At 47 minutes and 50 seconds. <coughs> you are 100% correct. The best that this movie was at was in its first five minutes when it shows, basically, the police officers rolling up on the scene 
and it's just an absolute massacre and you have no idea what the fuck happened and you're trying to figure it out and that gives it like the very much like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe there. Mm-hmm. Just blood the, everywhere, right? The first scene where it's coming out of the barn doors and you can just <laughs> yeah. Move, or even shot. like okay, so the the O three Jessica Biel Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, where the, at the beginning of the movie they go down into the basement and it's found footage and they they you know it the video feed cuts out and you don't see what happens until the very end. Like it reminded me a lot of that, mm-hmm. and I was like okay. I am intrigued. Let's go. Let's right. see what's up. And then it's like, okay, let's introduce the characters. They're strippers and porn stars. We're going out to rural Texas. And I'm like, okay, some demented shit's about to happen. And then I just feel like... Like it was it demented, it, but it, 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 was, it didn't really find it demented. Okay. I just what, found it like... I, would you I, say like was, the average... Uh, would you say the average horror movie slasher that you've watched is more fucked up in this particular movie? Yes. Yeah. Would you feel like this... I, I agree... I don't feel like any of the kills sickened me. I don't feel like anything was particularly over-the-top gross. The last kill in the entire movie was the best one. That was really good. Uh, I like the crocodile one, but it wasn't... Yeah, the crocodile it was one was kind of Oh, like, I always, I, it was an alligator, alligator but I always whatever. have love for gator stuff. The guy who got stuck by um, the pitchfork was interesting, but then you're wondering, like... But okay, that wasn't was even, only... like, that nasty. It wasn't even no. nasty. Like, his eye came out, and it was like, oh, cool. But it wasn't... Nothing was, like, too... The only thing... The grossest parts of this movie was when the old lady was laying in bed naked with... Mm. The, 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 the Smearing fucking, blood yeah. on her. And that, 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 those were the gross parts of the movie. The kills yeah. weren't gross, really. I didn't... And think... I feel like they, they kind of, like... They were doing that almost as, like, an homage to, like, The Shining type yeah. thing. You know? Like, the over-the-top old elderly decrepit but it was just a person in prosthetics which loses it like kind of loses its so you what you're saying is you would have preferred to have seen an authentically nude old lady yeah why don't we get an old lady in there this wants to be that subgenre and they fail to be that subgenre so they're so just to be clear you're both fans of nude (laughs) i would have been fine with it and the old the old guy should have been an old guy and you're yeah. fans of nude old penises. Um, as well. His penis, I don't think you see. You don't see his penis. No. Yeah, it no. just show, it shows his bare ass when they're uh, having sex. Why? Having sex. Why, why, why would I want someone that's people? there's there's billions of old people? Right. Would you give them jobs. Sure. Give an old person an act an acting job. And I bet you the acting would have been I'm, better I'm than the acting of that Mia person. Yeah. She's like terrible. she's she's been in stuff, but she's a terrible actress. She I don't even know if I if I I mean I know she was in. Uh, she got this job things. because she's know, she's married know. to Shia LaBeouf. Right. Well, she was an actress before that, so I don't know. No, if she's not a good solely. One. <laughs> I mean, Shia, Shia LaBeouf is a hey, Shia LaBeouf. You know this? You know this so fairly? Not a good you know one. this mediocre actress? Instead of having her just play the one annoying part of the young porn star, let's have her play like the main role of Pearl, who actually whose character she was. Yeah, you, you fail. Mm. By the way. I guarantee you that Shia LaBeouf is going to be listening to this episode when it comes out. So Shia, if you're out there, if you want to argue with us about this, come on on the show, man. Tweet we'll at us. Yeah. At, uh... yeah, Hometown Horror. Or just call me and yell at me. That's what he usually does to people is beat them up and yell at them. And drink oh. them. <laughs> Shia, what's up, kid? All right. <sighs> yeah, all right. So where were we with this movie? Um, safe to say it was not scary. You said it wasn't no, scary, Cat. So it's very clearly not scary. Um Andrew, you mentioned the alligator kill. Um, great part of the movie. I thought that was very good. Did you guys have any other like favorite scenes or favorite parts that you thought stuck out to you um, that made this movie good? So yeah, um, I would say not really a scene because not much happened, but it was there was actually tension building, and I was getting a little nervous. It was when the main character, the girl, the young girl, was floating in that disgusting murkish pond. 
and the wild move by the way. Oh, yeah. I would have like, never sw- insane. swam. But see, swam that's what people that did ball? in the seventies, which is kind of cool. So that's where that had like that feel. Like that's where it started giving you like that more of that Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel. Like just doing something weird. Like that you like you're just swimming in some gross pond. And you get the by yourself you get the alligator for with the first these time. Weird old people. You've been there for less than like ten hours. Mm-hmm. First off, I would have left. Yeah, not, they're all walking say, around naked. I'm just gonna go wander everywhere. off with a pair of overalls and nothing else on, just my side boob hanging out yep. for every old person that like the Peter Griffin side boob. Hour. <laughs> it, it's like you're insane. So then she's just floating in this gross, murky pond and just slowly Bang. swimming towards her, and mm-hmm. then she starts swimming away, and you think it's gonna get her. Very Jaws esque. Very see, but that was a good. It helped build tension, but mm-hmm. then it just I couldn't help but think of the, the two guys with uh, you know. Throwing uh, one of the guy's wife's Sunday roast into the water, and uh, the dock gets ripped apart, and he's trying to like climb up, but he yeah. can't, and all of a sudden he gets right up at the last second, right before you even yeah. see the shark. Mm. So, and I feel like that was the same thing with her getting out of the water. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is this movie is just, an, it just a lot pieces. of homages yeah. to better movies. Exactly, exactly. It is. Maybe it yeah. could have been an homage to the raft, though. That would make raft. I mean, I love that segment <laughs> of that. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I thought my favorite kill was uh, Pearl getting run over by the yeah. uh, the truck at the end. She was already dead, though. Well, she much. broke her hip. And oh, then yeah, but the, for an old person, you break your hip. That's the death sentence. Oh, yeah. well, Misty ran her head over twice with the, the truck. As she should have. Which was really good. That was a good, that was a good kill. Um, haunted attraction. Yay. Pass. Yay. Mm. It's just it would be another slasher with old people. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You go into me. that extra no. guest house and there'd just be like people having, having sex, sex, and yeah. then you just yeah. be like, just okay. old people trying to have sex with you. Yeah, Am I supposed to be scared or jerk off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, normally at this point, before we put a bow on this, I would ask if this movie is deserving of a sequel. I feel like uh, our thoughts here are pretty well uh, documented already. It turns out we're getting one, and uh, we're getting a prequel, and. Uh, the reason I fast-forwarded to the end of the credits when we watched this movie at home the other day, apparently, if you saw this movie in theaters, there was a trailer for the prequel to this movie, which was um. shot back-to-back with this movie. And the prequel's called Pearl, mm. and it tells the story of Pearl when See? she was younger, which apparently takes place uh, either... I think it's either during World War One or World, World War One, I, I think, because her husband died in World War One. I, I think she says And shows, you know how she came to have this bloodlust. But that movie is shot with Mia Goth, the same actress that played the main actress in X, playing Pearl as a as a younger character. So we're it's shot, it's in the can, it's ready to go. We're apparently getting it this year. Which is is a, is a cool strategy. I Good applaud strategy. that. Because I think they kind of counted their, you know, chickens before they hatched a little bit. Well, they're clearly going to get there. Unless, how, how is it done in theaters? It was only a limited release, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know that A twenty four judges the success of their movies based on like theatrical box office performance. But true. I mean, it's usually word of mouth stuff and streaming because horror fans are nuts, and you know, yeah, word of true. mouth this right? UHF. travels a long way. <laughs> um, no, it's. Uh, I don't know. Matter. Something's on in the background. Airheads. But yeah, so we're going to be getting uh, the Pearl prequel about uh, about this. See, well, then there we go. Now we have the backstory. But why right. couldn't you have given me the backstory in the regular movies? Because it's a watch prequel. Two movies. I don't yeah. want to watch two movies. Because then you have to watch the other movie to find out what we are missing about Pearl. Which yeah, is but what the... the whole point is is why we don't like part of it is why we don't like it is because we don't know the about her. Yeah. So now it's like, well, here you can watch the whole backstory about her. But see, now I'm going to watch it because now I'm going to watch it and then be like, why did I watch this? Right. right. This is still terrible. 
I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll watch the sequel. Yeah, I'm we sure we will. I'm sure we will. We have to if we did this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to devote an entire episode to it. I, it. They haven't said yet, but it's coming. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. That's out there in the ether, so it's going to be soon. out there. I it call would be out to you yeah. in the ether. We're not going to release it in the same year. All right, let's see. Yeah. Um, I don't have a release date. Pearl is an upcoming American slasher film directed by Ty West from a script he wrote from an original story that he co-wrote with Mia Goth. It is intended to serve as a prequel to X with Mia Goff reprising her role as Pearl. Oh, she co-wrote it. Yep, here's the synopsis. Set during World War I in 1918... We don't need the synopsis, ...explores the origins of Pearl, the villainous character from X. The events take place prior to the previous film and explore how the cabin where the quote-unquote massacre of X takes place and, uh, and was once used as a boarding house during the war. So I'm sure you'll probably get Pearl murdering some wounded soldiers, some weird shit, having sex with wounded soldiers... Don't know. I don't know. Weird, weird well, stuff. But we're getting well, it. A boarding house Another during Another psycho bitty. World War One. Well, she wouldn't be boarding wounded soldiers in America because there was no battles. That's actually, it. yeah, I'm thinking of the Civil so, War. Um, it's sorry. probably like children. I'm telling like you a that boarding, what, what the Wikipedia page says. Yeah, you said That's boarding, said. like a boarding house. Yeah, it was once used as a boarding house during the war, which it says dur- set during World War One. So was maybe it a, they mean, maybe okay, it's for it flashes back to like the Civil War because I think they did mention the Civil War, correct? No, but there's no way because she this movie takes place in what 1970, the first one. Uh, I don't know. And oh, she said that her husband died during the first war in the no, movie. No, it's it's, it's got to be World War One. So I'm wondering if the boarding house is for like. Soldiers that came back or yeah. children that have no parents. Sure. Like, it's just during, it just happens during the war. During the war. And then it's, like, kids. Maybe it gets into, like, kids stuff. I would say mid to late 70s because it takes place okay, after, so so after, after, after Kid Cudi has come back from Vietnam. He did two tours in Vietnam. Because she's so. got to be, like, at least 70, so she was probably born in, like, 1900, so yeah. World War One. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are, the I Lord. Mean, yeah, I don't know. Sorry to be the bears of bad I mean, news, I'll watch listeners. It. But, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to watch. Um, guys, any... Th- wow, that burp really stinks. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> any further thoughts <laughs> on the movie X? No thoughts. You smelly bastard. Before we uh, we put a bow on this. Jesus Christ almighty. <laughs> All no right. thoughts. Movie smell. End of story. It smells yeah. as bad as... It smelled like this. It smelled <laughs> like this like situation right now. <laughs> Uh, well, as I mentioned, you can find us on our website, which is apod.com. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook, America's Hometown Horror, on Twitter at Hometown Horror, Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod, and you can find our show wherever you listen to your podcast, but we're everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spreaker, and probably a bunch of other places. Um, yeah, and wherever you're listening right now, you can continue to listen to us when we put out our new episodes each and every week, which next week, I don't know what we're going to do because we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants after having a plan for pretty much the first three months of this year. Is that right? All three months we did? Uh, I believe Janthology, so. found footage February and draft month. So oh. now we're back to flying by our asses here. Yeah, I mean, I, three months is a lot to ask. I know. So we, hey, hey. Next year, we'll, was, next year we'll have four months planned out. And following that was a lot of preparation by us. I it have was. To we say. did a good job. Yeah, good stuff. So... Anyway, my name is Mike. I am uh, your host. I will be your host, hopefully for the foreseeable future, unless an old lady stabs me in the face with a pitchfork. I've also been joined by Andrew and Kat, and uh, thanks for listening to another episode. Say goodbye 
to your listeners. Good night. Good evening. Adios, muchachos. Yeah. All right, bye. All Happy four twenty. Gummy bears. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus and Old Colony Cast, head on over and give them a listen.